Pumping it up, going live all over the world. It's happening. What can I say? The sights out the body heat. Live on the street, get up. Get ready for your time. It's time for morning coffee. Come on, y'all. Yeah, be cool, be cool. Just move with the groove. No fucking here to be way too slow. That's right, it's time. Get up, get your stretch on, get your groove on, get your move on. Make sure it's all working. It's Monday. You're already late for work. What the hell? Come on. Yes, yes. Let's vibe with time without weapons and groove with the music in the school session. This time, let's vibe with time without weapons. Come on! The beats of me like Saturday. Hey, the rap happens to set me free. We got the U Street. I think we got the live stream. I think we got Periscope and Twitter. Captain Black. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Mario. I'm here with my partner, Crime As always. Give it up for Victor Allen over there working the. How many switches are working today, Vic? Just two or your three? Uh, three. Three all three. the time now. Huh? Yeah, three all the time, bro. Every day. Uh, give it up for my partner. We know we're constantly. Innovating in terms of the technology that we use, so I, and I try to make you all aware of it because somehow you know in the world today there's this these 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 stereotypes that brothers like you know me like Vic that we don't do tech and we really really do tech 
on the most high-level kind of text. I got to bring it up because we are broadcasting this morning to every, live stream, Ustream, okay, Twitter, Periscope. Vic, you got the whole social media world going on over there or something. So. <laughs> yeah, a little something of everything, right? And uh, even more to come. You know, it's that kind of day. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, everybody knows what's going on. Everybody knows what's in the news. Uh, the news is Florida. It's yeah. amazing. Texas was all the news. Now Florida is all the news. And also today is the anniversary of 9-11. Yep. A lot going on, man. A lot, lot going on. So that's what we're going to be talking about today as part of the show on the good news, the bad news, the other shit, Vic. I know uh, the topics that I have is all about the hurricane, about Texas, the future, yeah. what it all means and what have we learned. So that's what I'm going to be doing uh, later on today Yeah, as part of the thing. How about you? What are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm just going to you know, bring you guys the uh – Sports as it relates to our official first week of kicking off in the NFL. Winners, losers, shocks, surprises, disappointments. You know, it's the fantasy world where they say, look, don't give me just the scores. I just need, need to know the fantasy impact. Well, wonder if I don't actually do fantasy football. I can't give you anything. Too bad. That's <laughs> right. And now we, only, we only are seeing so much football because, for one, we can't. We canceled our two services. Yes. We can't. We yeah, had. They don't know what that is. Had, previously, like a bunch of you guys, we had subscriptions to online sports. And as part of our protests, uh, and I'm still watching a bunch of college football, and I do watch some pro games, but they right. don't know that I'm watching. Right. But I canceled our, our subscriptions to the NFL uh, season and also to the Red Zone and all that. So they lost about. I mean, that's probably about a hundred dollars from us. But there's, it's it's one thing to say you canceled. The other is why we canceled it in support of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, there you go. So and, and, and actually in protest to the NFL, who seems to be doing a certain job with juggling all that. Uh, yeah, you know, trying to juggle it because I know they are juggling it, but. Uh, you know, they're caught in the middle. Well, and, and as they relatively have already said, there are less viewers watching the NFL, but it's also hitting other sports because of the alternative of what people can get involved in now. But they're still the number one sports ranking yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, 25% is what right. I read. So I read that it was down 20 But they've been having decreasing viewership every year right. for about four or five years. Well, self-empowerment... To me, it's recognition and all the alternatives of what people can do themselves now. I mean, you know, it was only the big three sports, what, you know, you say 20 years ago, what have you. Now you've got all these alternative sports and the globalization of being able to watch other sports. And there's a, you know, a doctrine of personal uh, accountability with what you want to do. In other words, there are a lot of people who will probably watch and go and compete in fantasy sports more than sit down and watch all the football games. <laughs> they just want to see the analytics and stats, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and Well, there you go. And I got to point out that, you know, a lot of people support the protests in their own ways. You know, and I do have some sympathy. I have a Pete's a little hard on one of my Facebook friends. He's hard on that. He's unfriending everybody. <laughs> Not pressing, but Pete, I know some very Afrocentric 
folks who are football fanatics. So it's going to be hard for them. They can pro. Sometimes you do your protest in other ways, like again, canceling services or right. or showing visible public support. Uh, they come and monitor your TV. You know, if you happen to be on the Nielsen's situation where they're monitoring you, you can do that. But I'm just again, I'm just encouraging people to express themselves. But I got to give it up a little bit because I got some buddies. They truly brothers of. You know the struggle and yeah, absolutely Afrocentric, and they are football nuts. And if you try to take football, they might just curl up in a little ball. For some of you, you don't give a shit. You're not watching football no damn way, right? I mean, there's a bunch I'm of just, people who I'm a protest football. Well, you never did watch football. What you talk about? You know, I'm a protest uh, tampons or something. I don't know. I don't use them. Well, <laughs> so, hey, look, hey, look, I'm not. For every and each his own, I'm not knocking him. I said, well, maybe one day there will be stances that deal with, you know, we're protesting this because of black-on-black crime. <laughs> you know, maybe that. We'll wait for football. Oh. So you choose your own arguments. I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying I think Kaepernick appreciates it. But he knows, and he's, he's well aware of I'm willing to lose my job for a bigger cause and a bigger statement. I said, well, maybe... You know, maybe people say we'll protest visiting areas and tourism that may or may not reflect with things that are crime ridden, whether it's black or it's Latino, whatever. Take a stand in some other areas as well, you know. But I understand the sports. I ain't mad, man. I'm just saying it's easy to pick and choose. It's easy to sit there, but put well, we pro- the I put some stuff up about that. I did. I put some stuff up there about the other quarterbacks. I didn't realize that there were 32 uh, uh, first strings or versus mm-hmm. second string, but there's actually a total of like 64 there's a lot. quarterbacks in the league. That's, that's a and lot. so that means that Kaepernick's got to be better than like at least 40 of those. I'm, so that's, you know, at least 40 or 50 of those. So Has he been, has he been successful relate to the football play he has done up to this point? Would you say yes or no? I think he's been successful because he's managed to raise the, comp- the consciousness. I will and say that was his goal. I will say this: if he had to stop playing football right now, he could stop and say this. I came in the league, and immediately, as soon as I arrived, I went to the Super Bowl. Okay, I, I actually know what it's like to go to the championship. I know what it's like to actually knock out another quarterback who probably was sitting up there going like this. You know, who's going to stand up for me? Y'all push me out of San Francisco. Name Alex Smith. And here he is. And then all of a sudden, you see karma can be something else. Alex Smith now is kind of a staple in Kansas City. But we won't get all into that. Like I said, he's been successful already. One of the many things we're going to be talking about today, again, the good news, bad news, we're going to be focusing on uh, the hurricanes and the things that we could have learned, should have learned, and where do we go from here? And, of course, we got the hot picks coming up. Now, what's with the hot picks today? I'm uh, going to give you the part two with a little twist on it. Remember, we was doing the all-time franchises in movie and film. And I said, here's the second-tier group. But I always say second-tier groups can always spurn the surprise. And what we're going to try to determine when we look at this group is who we think is just going to be the big boss moving forward period it's one thing to sit back and say this is what they've done here's the biggest film 
We're going to find out if you could put your hands, Mario, because you are an evaluator of films and movies. No. Uh, I mean, you put the a la carte all in it and says, look, y'all need to check this out. I went to, you actually went to see a film recently and you, you gave me a rating on it without giving me a number, but you said thumbs up. And what movie was that? That was it. I think that's supposed to have been the biggest grossing movie right. of the weekend. Right. Steve, uh, the, the remake right. of Stephen King's classic horror. Right. Uh, it. I actually went and looked at at least the first half of the original last night also. 1990? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's been a while. Long time, man. I don't know the exact year, so I'm not going to even try, but it's been a while. I was like, wow. But I can't include it in the group, you guys, because you Almost got Almost 30 years. You need to have at least three movies, and I think this was the second. I don't know if there were some others in there that were spinoffs, I'm not sure, as an official film. Is it oh, only two or three? There was just two of it. Right. But you know what's amazing in watching the, the first one last night? I went back and watched it again, at least most of it. Uh, how well it was done. This is one of his novels where they stick to the novel. So if you like the book, now right. I read the book. I know for a lot of you that's a old school thing is reading books, but I did read the book. And, you know, if you read the book, you appreciate the fact that this is probably one of the best adaptations ever of any of his novels. So it, so it was good. The, the movie actually deals with, really, the book is big, huge. So the movie actually deals with the part when they were young only, not when they were adults. And that's the difference between the, the original. It starts out with the adults, and then they flash back to the youth. Very long. The original movie, Vic, by the way, three hours long, over three hours long. Yeah, that's, that's, that's trying to include everything you can in the book. So, <laughs> right. You guys, what a day, what a day, what a day. So it's going to be that kind of a day. We hope that you guys are tucked in and safe wherever you are. Uh, we welcome you to the Morning Coffee with Mario show. And, of course, like always, i got to get you settled in with a little music and love. So let's do that first. Let's take a look. Here's our slideshow animation. And then we'll be right back. I'm getting the magic looking glass out, though, so...
is out of body heat. Slideshow animation. Nice stereo. Lynn Rosen. Oh, there. <laughs> Jennifer Behrens. Lynn Rosen. I get to do that every week. Every week. Slideshow animation here thanks to TV. Wow. And you know, I, I try to save up some of the things that I do. Uh, one of those is the use of the magic looking glass because it's a very powerful, powerful effect. And that means you have to use it sparingly. So now it's time. It's time to use the magic looking glass. It's powerful stuff, you guys. I use the magic looking glass to look right at your ass. <laughs> so I get to see you. I want to say hi to some of my friends because what they good about the magic looking glass, I can see my friends. Aurora Milan, what's happening? I can see you. Margaret Soriano, traveling with the family. I can see you. Elena Sangin, I can see you. I can see you where you all at. Oh, look at the other day. Monica Harrison. Miko's out there, Vic. Miko's up there. She's been doing a lot of stuff on Facebook this morning. What's happening, Miko? Michelle Sargent, Shelly Shell, Jose Marzo. They are out there, let me tell you. I see y'all all over the place. Renee Kiss. Man, Alan Lattimore. Wow. Robbie Milan. Mario Riley. PMC Phil Cuthbert. Naya, Andrea Morris, Serena Mobley, Melanie Felton, hi Mel, Julie DePaula, Kimberly Rulon, Darlene, De I'm seeing y'all. Some of y'all nasty. I don't know if I can watch too much more of the magic looking glass because I'm getting a cramp. So I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, it's been the magic looking glass. Yeah. I'm telling you. Powerful stuff. Can't, can't don't use too much. <laughs> Habit forming too. It's <laughs> fine. It used to be the porn hub and <laughs> now it's the magic looking glass. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> All right, you guys. We, we divide the show up into segments. We do that because of our Facebook audience. So they can have it separated out. So we get ready to move on to segment number two. Those of you who are watching from Facebook, you'll need to refresh your page. Give me 60 seconds for the reset. I do a little audio. Ready? Go. All right, we're resetting that audio. Getting ready. Give myself 60 seconds. Get ready to come back. For the good news, the bad news, the other shit. Marijuana for dummies. Stopping Facebook. Facebook. Put it on remix. 
Just loop that baby, man. Just loop Sometimes it. Sometimes it don't work. Yeah, Sometimes hey. it doesn't work. And then I know that's like the first time I haven't got it. Because it's Facebook. That's okay, that man. That damn Facebook implementation. Yeah. That's then, what's wrong with this. It's okay, man. It's not the only one. Remember, you know what? Actually, there's been a small onslaught of people saying, we want Mario's mobile device sitting right in front of him streaming. So that way we can get keep it close no matter what. You're not gonna see nothing. <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying. You're not gonna see anything. You might as well, man. Turn on that mobile device. Just sit that puppy right up in front of you. Don't even worry about it. Let it stare. Let it get the close up. Because some of the some of the people want to go. Okay, we're listening. And then some people just say, Hey, look, I I need to get my hair did. Let me look close up and see how you got yours. You know, taken care of. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, I begin. You know, people people are funny. You know, I, but you can't have it both ways. I like the attention. Right. I'm doing the picture postings of my clothes and stuff, and so and the food and and stuff. And so lately, a lot of feedback on the beard. You know, it was really initially the sales sergeant. I'm going to acknowledge oh, busybody. <laughs> what? Well, well, call her out, man. Call her out. The sales sergeant. <laughs> hey, call her out. <laughs> challenged me about the beard. I think because she wants me to look like one of her old friends. Oh, you, you being nice, right? Oh, should I bust out on you? Let me just bust out. I think she wants me to look like one of her, one of her exes. You know, oh, it's a subconscious you thing. You don't go there. That's, you know, show. if I was you, hey, go I, I, you know what I do? It goes unmentioned. You, I get your, get your shoulders She obviously wants me to look like somebody, but she likes it. So I've been getting a lot of feedback on the gray. Now, as you can see, some of my my roots sometimes pronounced roots. <laughs> no roots, man. It's better. My roots. <laughs> Do the roots. My roots are gray. <laughs> right. Sometimes, you know, and by the way, I had to look that up. Did you know gray, G-R-E-Y, or G-R-A-Y? It's different. Yeah, and really yes. the main difference is yes. one is English. Yes. G-R-E-Y, both are used and both are acceptable, but right. G-R-E-Y is more English. And a ratio of like 12 to 1 used here. I tell you. We use, it. We use G-R-A-Y yeah. like 12 times more. Yeah. But anyway, so I let the... Now y'all know why I dyed my hair. Because it just has to look like this. Look at this. Look at those roots. You think that explanation is going to satisfy when somebody says, look, I still want... Okay, remember what... your remember, pubes go gray. Remember, hasn't happened to me yet, but I'm watching them every Remember you had a couple of people who kept saying they want to see you wear tight jeans no matter what? I got some tight-ish jeans. That's what I'm saying. Tight-ish. All right. Well, you guys ready for some news? Because it's that kind of day. You ready for some news? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Time for the good news. The bad news. And the other shit. Good news, bad news, and other shit. Man, as we know, it's mostly been bad news and other shit. It has been. What a series of events. I mean, one of the postings that I put up, Vic, was saying, does it seem to you that today has an apocalyptic feel? Because, you know, for those people who believe in conspiracies or those people who believe in prop. There's, and there's so many prophecies, whether it's Nostradamus or the Book of Revelations, whatever you're believing in, uh, for a lot of people, this series of bad things tends to make them 
Suspicious. Know, a little suspicious. They got this horrible president. <laughs> and then you start to have these disasters. You have Texas. Right. And who's barely. I mean, water. you still have places where the water hasn't receded. It's going to take a while, man. It's going to take a while. And now you have Florida. Right. Where the, where the storm is wider than the whole, whole state. Space. Of course. And that it's big enough to, while it's affecting folks in the very north end, the people at the very south end yeah. still enduring flooding and rain. And luckily this is a um, swift-moving uh, storm or hurricane. So it won't saturate and stay in one place, but it's still doing enough damage that water flooding is um, the issue. Like they said, they were less concerned about you know, the actual hurricane itself, but more about the water afterwards. And that's what's happening yeah. now. Moving, I think, I've heard numbers from 5 to 12 miles an hour. Yeah, it ranged. It in ranged. terms of how it's moving, I think the average was like 8 or 9 miles an hour was moving. Right. So it was moving. Yeah. But then again, the storm surges that have been less than anticipated. Right. But still severe enough, for example, it wasn't 10 feet in Miami, but there was like 4 feet. And so it, it flooded. Yeah. It's flooded. If, if you can't drive through it, and, and, and you if you're in a car and they say, just be in a car and let it get above two feet and see if you can continue your drive. Because you've been in the flash flood here yeah. before. We always we have that story. Yeah. Some of us experience little things. Yeah. That was like two foot of water, right? Two feet, and the car just was going. I said, whoa. I said, okay, I didn't know. I, you know, I'm thinking... This was 3,000 pounds of good old steel. So what have we learned, you all? See, part of my thing, and people ask me, they say, Mario, well, what would you do differently? And I thought about it, and I would do a ton of things differently. Now, partly, you have to understand, all of this, everything that gets done or not done, it's really a function of money, whether or not you want to pay. But see, as a physician, my mind is sort of trained to think what is best for the patient, what's the best for the outcome. You know, I did deal with the money second. And I must admit, because that's the way I think of it now, I think, well, you have enough money to fund all the covert actions you want to do everywhere around the world. Maybe you have to prioritize your own people. So therefore... What have we learned and what is the handwriting on the wall? Well, the first thing for me is that you need to recognize that these disasters occur. And it's seemingly regularly. You know, and if you have, if you are in a place where disasters, I don't know, what is Siri tripping? If you are in a place where disasters are occurring regularly, then to me, you at some time you have to be proactive. This is the United States of America. The first thing you do is you get all the best minds from all around the country and you have them come together. Because the first thing you always do is get the right people on the bus and the right people off of the bus. <laughs> so you get, a, you get all the best minds and you get them all, you have a big conference where they all make their recommendations and they attempt to come to some group of recommendations that they think is most appropriate right. in an order of priority. Right. Okay, the other thing to me is that you look around historically 
and those parts of the United States that have tragedy, and you do, you know, uh, I gotta turn this off. And you and all those places that have tragedy, and you plan for those in a proactive, recurring way. So right. you need to have an infrastructure. So unfortunately, more spending because you have to either expand FEMA or may have another agency. You probably just expand FEMA with more full-time workers planning right. because you should have known that something was going to hit Florida because it always hits Florida. You should have known that the only way down to the Florida Keys is that one highway, one of the longest over water. I've driven it while blowing some Sade. I drove it you know, down south to Key Largo, drove it from Key Largo, from Miami to Key Largo to Key West. You should have known. You should have known that Miami Beach is designed so that it's going to flood even with minor storms. Right. Yeah. So the first thing you have to do is you have to identify those areas of the country that are at risk. Now, part of doing that is you have to then do something about development in those areas. At some point in time, you have to make a shift in development so that you're no longer developing in areas that are prone to disaster. All of Houston was done poorly Yep. with this. All of Houston. Yep. They know it's going to flood. And guess who lives there? Poor people, black people, brown people. See, it's all badly done because developers go wild. Yeah. This is all over the United States. Remember how I told you about money? Notice the attack on the sources that be. That's why it won't happen. Because they're not going to tell developers you can't develop in these areas because they're too dangerous. You know, some of the places you should go look at them, once you find out they're prone to flood, you make it a nature reserve where the public can go and camp Right. And use like, you know, that's what you use it for. You don't allow high rise development communities, but you it's going to flood. So you can use it most of the time for, you know, family events, you know, camping, getting out back to nature. You don't make it a development. Once you make it a development, at some point it should be illegal to build for you homes in places they know are unsafe. And that is legion. I'm talking about absolutely everywhere in this country. And that's why the backlash would be financial. Because it would affect things like zoning. As I, we pointed out in Houston, they, are, they have almost no zoning laws. And with the laws they have, only 15 to 20% of people cooperate. Yeah. So yeah. it's part of their whole thing. Same thing in Florida. So it's going to be unveiled more to you now. I didn't even touch on the issue of global warming, which suggests that they know that the water levels are going to rise. Right. When you lo- when you raise water levels like six inches, you flood like a hundred miles. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's some. It's just amazing information out there. With global warming, all these things are going to be affected. So, what do you do? You have to prepare. We have to have a commission to look at the whole United States proactively to identify the most, the top 50 most likely disasters to occur to develop contingency plans for them. Also a different level of communication. Because one of the things you learn is that when you try to evacuate lots of people, 
There's nowhere to evacuate them to. In Texas, the, the surrounding communities filled up. Right. The hotels filled up. Right. Gas stations were going, <clears throat> were selling out. In Florida, where you have huge areas right. that are involved, it's going to be harder even to get that infrastructure in there. You've got to have roads in order to get trucks. In order to have roads, you've got to have people check the roads, evaluate the ro- roads, fix the roads. And if you don't have 10,000 workers waiting to go to work. See, this is where it's proactive, too. No, you got to hire people, right. transfer some people, because the scale of what your investment is does not match what you should have had. In other words, what I'm saying, whatever FEMA has, you got to increase that tenfold. And people, oh my God, it's well, that's what I told you. You know, they passed what, eighteen billion, I don't know, fifteen billion. Right. On a on, on the Texas disaster, which is estimated at hundred and eighty billion. Now I say, why not fifty billion? Why not a hundred billion? See, imagine you're trying to fix something and you want to get it done fast because people are suffering. Do you fund it piecemeal? Do you go to the store and buy Two cans of beans and a couple of loaves of bread, and then feel you give use that up, and then go back and get two more cans of beans and a couple more loaves of bread, and use that up, and then go back. Is that the way you do things, or do you invest and buy cases of beans and you know cases of bread? So I'm telling you that while they're giving you all that yada 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 stuff, they're pissing on your head again. Because they're not really attacking the problem in the ways that it should be attacked. All you have to do is get, like I said, commune the best experts from around the world. Have the, have the World Global Preparedness Conference where you invite experts from all over the world in disaster who've been through disasters, going through disasters. Let's make a list of the world disasters currently in place caused by major industries in many instances. So that, that could all be on the wall, too. The reason it won't be done is because of money. Because your Congress, your Senate, your President, all of them work for money. All of them work for the money interests. And that's why this, which is what should be done to protect you, will never be done. It'll never be done because they never will pay for it. And I've been an advocate you know, of universal health care my whole medical career. Because once I got to county hospital and saw they were treating you, what you didn't have, then I was angry. I was angry that in a country with this amount of wealth and this amount of resource devoted to killing people, that we can't do a better job of saving people. It's good what we do, but that's why they're trying to have a big parade. Oh, look how wonderful the response is. Look how wonderful. It should be ten times that response. Easy. Easy. I give you a D. Everybody else says how wonderful. I'm giving them a D. Because I don't see what I... They should have had the people all over, the federal groups, moving in. Because they should have already identified this thing. Okay, I'm with you. The only thing I'm giving them, I'm giving them credit because they've already considered this is what could happen if this happens. It's too easy a question. And you got real professionals like yourself who are in there working the grind and going, I'm handing you the information. Once they hand them the information, you're really indicting the the political platform 
because it's totally. wedged in between totally. leveraging and all that. So it gets me to this question. Isn't it inevitable? I know nobody want to hear this. Is, is it inevitable, man, that uh, L.A. is going to get hit with a 8.0 earthquake or better? At some point. Okay, so no, wait a minute. Are we prepared? Oh, you, no. So, so I try I'll to have get, some preparedness <laughs> myself, so, recognizing that if the whole house falls down the dirt, wait, then that, that goes my preparedness. Wait a minute. We only have, with all these people, really like one, two, three, four gateways. What we call the, we call them freeways to highways, you know, and that's it. So if something happens, well, we you have, have to, more than most people. Well, we do, and but we, we have got the more. Ports. But 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 it's we have the largest concentration of population. No people are going to die. People in the are going to die. So when you got eighteen twenty million people, and you start including those outlining areas. You have to go like the people who live further out will go, well, you know, I, it, it, it may hit here. The earthquake may be centered more out there. But like Mexico, when it's 8.0, does it matter if you're 10 miles away or 20 miles away? No. If it's 8.5, if you're within 100 miles, it's, 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 it's go- So I agree with you, Mario. The, the problem is, is wonder if you sat down and met with those people and said, we got the plans. We already planned for the contingencies. It's just unfortunate. We don't, we're well, not getting the money allocated just in case. I, I suggest they don't have the plans because they haven't even done the studies. <laughs> See, they haven't done the studies. You need to do the studies first. And I said identify. We can set the goals. Instead of identifying the top 50 most likely disasters, we can say the top 100, couldn't we? I, it all depends on how much money we want to invest Right. Not prepared, but so they haven't done any studies, right? So there are no plans that are complete. They may have some piecemeal stuff that they've been able to scrape together on their limited budgets, but that's what that is. You're giving them responsibility for saying during the studies, and I'm going. I think there are people going like here's a, here's the studies we're about, and they're going we don't we don't we don't want the studies right. Now. Oh yeah, well you have that both. But the easiest way is never to do the studies right. because in order to do the studies you have you to can, fund them. So you're finding out so that the they're reason not, they're not, it's like medicine. That's what I'm saying. They never researched that cancer. It's about the they money. don't know anything about the cancer. Cancer, and they don't want to. Well, that's the study. Like I said, to me, it doesn't fit the proactive. I agree. It's not the way Mario Hemsley. Right. I agree would do it because that's not the way I do anything right you know in medicine see this the second time you have a complication and you're not looking for that right okay you're supposed to know what are the number one two three four five complications of any procedure and be anticipating that right always so there is nothing you get caught flat-footed you're supposed to make a change instantly right every problem, Vic will tell you, I have a rule around here. We have a major studio problem. That requires a major intervention. Yep. You don't just look at it. It's no. not like monitoring. You don't just say, oh, that happened. Mm-hmm. If you haven't had an intervention related to an occurrence, you're not managing. Not at all. That's what management is. Yeah. So, again, I just want to say, if you're wondering, let's see. Let's see now what happens. On this anniversary of 9-11, we're all looking at the sadness and things that have happened to us. Let's look at our government through a very wide open eye and see. Don't listen to the hype of what they say they are doing. Let's look at what they've done and whether that is enough. 
And I'm suggesting to you that, yes, it could be done better. Yes, way better. Mm -hmm. But it requires money, and they're cutting their budgets. So there you go. It requires money. You could have had the whole food resources of the whole United States, Navy, Army, and Marines combined roll into Houston, Mm -hmm. feeding everybody for hundreds of miles, hundreds of miles. You could do all of it. It costs money. But you have to decide whether the human beings are worth it or not. Absolutely. Everybody. The good news. The bad news. Wow. The news is always so heavy that I like to come back with, from it with uh, some great music because, you know, it'll chill you, make you feel good. <laughs> Take a little lesson. Take a sip of your coffee. I'm going to have a sip of my coffee. Charismatic. Smoke a little bit of this sativa. We're going to come back with marijuana for dummies. <laughs> Dealing with the miseducation of marijuana. We'll be right back. From love arises a booming energy. Sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. As the love grows and kicks into full throttle, the fused unit produces a message that becomes a more powerful whole. Even more powerful than the love in full. We go here, we go there, we go
show that deals with the miseducation of marijuana. You know, a bunch of developments always. Uh, even one of the big ones is it appears that the president and the attorney general are not totally agreeing on what marijuana policies should be going forward. And so that's the subject of a lot of rumor. So I uh, can't really comment on it because you, you hear stuff all over the place. We just hear that they don't agree. Hmm. Sessions is notorious for being anti-marijuana, while the president is notoriously more liberal. So, but let me tell you one of the hot items. So, California has passed a law that bans drone delivery of legalized pot. Regular mail. I mean, regular mail. You want regular mail preference? (laughs) That's what I said. What? So it was really, the article was really labeled uh, Buzzkill, start a buzzkill, because in the article that I read from ARS Technical, a good article, 
was that they said, well, this is going to really be a buzzkill for a bunch of the startups. And I go, well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, right now, the whole thing, even in California, is the ability to fly over and deliver anything. Amazon's working on that. It's right. going to be a thing. And I'm, I would say, once we are fully accepting of the legality of marijuana, it'll come to you and every. How about, you know, Uber marijuana? I get Uber Eats. They go out and bring me food. What about Uber marijuana? Would right. they just go to the dispensary right. and bring me weed? Why, somebody's writing that down right now. I'm doing it right I know. You're writing it down right now. They're already doing it, man. Because I think marijuana delivery services, even via automobiles, is a wonderful asset. So it doesn't have to be my whole... I still have my, you know, my questions about drones because they're going to hit somebody in the head. <laughs> Just telling you. So wait a minute, wait a minute. It's always new. I mean, ultimately it'll get what? better. But in the beginning, they're going to hit a bunch of people in the head. So Some people are going to be shooting a drone. Throwing so balls at the zone, the basketball, football. What are the ramifications for the imperfections that you can align with alcohol? The same. Driving? Less, but maybe less of. Right. So these are things you have to be concerned with, right? Right. Actually, Vic, you made a point. Maybe it's better for you to have the weed delivered than to be driving <laughs> to get the weed. You driving. probably had a couple beers <laughs> while... Right. Thinking it over. Right. A glass of wine. See, I'm just... I'm just saying, probably doing that polypharmacy, smoking a couple of cigarettes, right. having a glass of wine. And right. You know, I'm still in the same position, you guys. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, do we lose physical and mental capabilities as we get older? Yes or no? I know I have. The so, brain is the third thing so, to go. So let me just try to figure this out. A lot of politicians are at that what they call retirement age and beyond. How come they get the exception to the rule? And are we being led astray? Because if the rules don't apply across the board, they must be X-Men and women, right? Super decision makers in the best interest of America. We're going to make America great again. I want you to know that, Mario, that the retirement age should be rescinded. Because you get smarter when you get over 75. I want to retire early. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, I did. Anyway. Well, let me tell you what they, let me read a piece of this. Okay. Sure, a drone can already deliver you a pizza in California, but the California Bureau of Cannabis Control is forbidding the delivery of marijuana by an autonomous vehicle, whether from the sky or the ground. So no autonomous vehicles. Transpet, and and I quote, transportation may not be done by aircraft, watercraft, rail, drones, human-powered vehicles, or unmanned vehicles, according to the emergency regulations unveiled Wednesday by the state's Cannabis Bureau, which, I, which, issue, which anticipates issuing about 12,000 retail licenses the first year alone. First of all, I didn't even know we had a California Bureau of Cannabis Control. Now, cut their fucking budget. Excuse me. Excuse me, Lord. Sorry. I'm just saying you cut people's budgets. Yeah, we won't have enough cannabis regulators. I don't know. But I guess we want it regulated. Somebody's going to mess this up, okay? You can just feel it, can't you? You can feel they're just going to mess this up. But I just want you to know, at least it's being considered. And for those of you considering startups, that's a big one. The number two thing on today's show, Marijuana, is I got to mention something about hash. Hash or things like hash. Uh, they're doing this, all new concentrates. There's new terms that's being used for these. 
but Hash is making a comeback. Now people say, what was Hash? Originally Hash came about from the people who were handling marijuana. And that when you were working with it, the resin would tend to coat your hands. I know if you right. who've grown marijuana like I have in the past and had to cut the leaves and trim. So you have really when you have really wonderful flowering plants, they get sticky. They get sticky because the weed plant secretes a resin, which is the THC, as part of it's trying to attract the pollen. So the plant is trying desperately to get pregnant. It secretes a resin that's there to attract pollen. And that resin makes it sticky, and that resin is what makes it potent. So you want your plants hot and horny. Hot and horny, just juicy with resin juice. Hot and horny? <laughs> Hot and horny plants. Okay. All dripping with resin. Did I, is, is, it wonderful, is it visual enough? Okay, so in handling that, the, the people who would handle it, their hands would be coated up to the elbows with the resin. Right. As part of their cleanup, they would take the resin, let it dry some, roll it off their hands. Right. Almost like any of you ever played with white glue. You know what I'm talking about? So they would take the resin and roll it into balls. Right. Those balls were pure resin. And they would have some dirt in it, a few twigs, leaves, some stuff. But that was hash. Extremely potent. Right. Very popular in Europe. Right. To me, hard to smoke. If you can smoke hash and not explode into coughs, right. you got to hit that stuff light. Okay? Now, I have a hash collection, mainly out of nostalgia. The reason why it's probably a collection, because once I buy some, I smoke a teeny bit of it, don't smoke it anymore. That's why it's a bit in the collection. Hmm. But now, the ways that they're making, it's, I don't even know we should, we don't use the term hash. Maybe that's not the correct term. Right. It's all really rosin. Because now they have ways of extracting that from the weed using presses, right. all kind of presses. Okay. Not so much the solvents, which people have used solvents because people are trying to get away from those chemicals. Right. They got organic hash. <laughs> Vegan hash. <laughs> but anyway, the process has been either traditionally with pressure or heat, and now with they have specialized machines, you guys, that just do it. Take a look some of this stuff. And if you've watched Vice TV at all, you'll see. But this type of hash, where they squeeze it out, let it air dry, mm-hmm. is very popular now. And it smokes way, way, way different. Hmm. So I could just tell you that now I buy some every now and then. Part of the reason that I don't buy a lot is because I used to be a cigarette smoker. And being a cigarette smoker, there's still a part of me that enjoys the smoke. In fact, a blunt, which is a joint rolled in tobacco, often a high-quality tobacco. People are known to take cigars, cut them, unravel them, and then roll marijuana. A blunt is especially rolled by a beautiful female <laughs> while slowly while I watch her. It's like foreplay. <laughs> so a, a beautiful blunt rolled by a beautiful female, that is the best smoking experience 
for me. So I want to smoke. And these things are not so much designed for the smoking experience. Same thing about using a vape, which I'm going to use in the future. We're going to explain how to use a vaporizer, mm-hmm. which doesn't burn the weed. It just extracts the THC with heat. Right. It doesn't burn it. It doesn't combust. Those things, as, as good and healthy as they may be, vape is considerably healthy, I guess. They're not the same smoking experience. And therefore, to me, not as enjoyable. Now, hmm. to those of you who don't smoke, like I know people who smoke weed who hate cigarettes. Hate cigarettes. In that case, vaping may be an alternative for you because you don't have any smoke. It just heats the weed to a set temperature. If the THC right. vaporizes. You feel like you're almost sucking in water vapor. Mm-hmm. A slight taste of it. Okay. Like water vapor is no smoke at all. Right. That may be the thing for you. For people who like smoke, like me, I have two of them. And it just isn't the same. I think, oh, where's one? Well, here's one right here. I bought one of the digital models. Take a look. This bad boy set the temperatures. You can get different different uh, marijuana uh, uh, metabolites come out at different temperatures. So theoretically, you could select that by selecting the temperature which you're vaporizing. Right. So you get a, more of a certain kind of a smoke. We'll talk about this more in the future. But at least I want you to be aware that these are alternatives out there for people who don't want to smoke you know, the rosin is becoming really, and the, the purity and the methodology so different today. So hmm. different today. But it's at least alternatives for you out there. Those of you who are, who's, you know, your health focus doesn't want you smoking. True. Okay? True. And some of you, for some of you, the edibles is a wonderful thing, even though you got to watch your dosages on that too. Right. Because uh, it can get you good. Hmm. All right? Hmm. Everybody! Marijuana! For All right. All right. That's part two, you guys. Now, we got to go to part three of the show, which is the new, new sports. Now, we are like we, I like to give you those musical little breaks, you know, to help to... Make it nice and mellow. Part of the thing. So take a little moment. I know you've been enjoying that wonderful sativa. I have some sour diesel. It's a half ounce. Get ready for some sports. I told you to dress appropriately. Sports bras, jock straps. Be right back. i mm-hmm. 
Shadow, featuring Snowflake, all free music all the time. Remember, you can get that. Now we get ready for part three of the show, the new new sports. For those of you, I remind you, I have to do the the pack stereo reset. For those of you at Facebook, prepare to refresh your page. Sixty seconds. I get sixty seconds. Do this reset. And ladies and gentlemen, that involves preparation, anticipation, kind we would like to see from our government. So Facebook, first of all, I'm stopping the stream. As of now. Putting in the new information. Starting that Facebook. Checking your face. Is it face? Is it face? Or is it great? All right. Welcome back to part three. Morning Coffee with Mario show. Uh, now we get into that part where I get to. Relax and enjoy the wonderful prepared segments. Are you ready for some sports? Mm, maybe. Let's be dressed appropriately. Oh! Time for Victor Allen's new new sports. The recurring segment weekly of the Morning Coffee Show. Written and directed by the bald-headed black man. Rub his head and make a wish. I'm telling you. New new sports. Something new, something different. The ladies have nicknamed this man Sexual Chocolate. And you can love him too. Ladies and gentlemen. Here's Vic! Sports! Yeah! Somebody made a comment. Uh, welcome to the new sports, you guys. Somebody made a comment from the female persuasion. said, Mario, can you open up another button on your shirt, bro? Then <laughs> my man tits get chills. I'm just, just saying, man. They, they're going, you know what? Okay, come on. They like your shirt. They're sensitive. <laughs> They're sensitive. Okay. See, there's an athlete in that body. I just want you to know so, that. Yeah, it works. <laughs> right. Well, 
Okay. All right, man. Hey, look. Um, look, I'm not going to start off with the, uh, the NFL first week as it relates to the games. Because, you know, between the same old, same old, it all depends on your point of view of what you watch. I'm going to start off with what I call game changers. You know, you have a game changer, man. You always say, let me recognize it. And I said, let me start off with an appropriate title for those who really want to understand how I saw a recent tennis match. And it involves Sloan Stevens. So I said, you know, Mario, to me, this is exactly what I thought of when I saw her. I said, first thing I said is, damn. He says, why did you say damn? I said, I got to put it in order. I put a surge of testosterone on myself. <laughs> See, I'm just doing because everybody's going to do this. Not everybody. There's envy, jealousy, admiration, the whole thing. I said, well, you know what? Let me just say this. Sloan Stevens has a boo, bestie, first U.S. Open title, and $3.7 million. Which, I'm available for now, now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I said in order now. She has a boo. So back up, fellas. Just man. back up. Well, it's already I'm over. Man. I'm no back up. You can't touch her. My knee be for some girl <laughs> She has a best friend, which is rare to have a best friend in the same career that you're battling with. And you guys are best friends. You could tell, man, by seeing them that usually after a tennis match, one goes to the left, one goes to the right. They're chopping it up like they're just about to go out and hang out somewhere. Have somebody spend some money on them. Then she got her first U.S. Open title. And then she was surprised. This is what makes it even better. That when she got that $3.7 million check, she couldn't hold her emotions. So which one of those references, Mario, is more important to you versus Sloan? Here's the order. She has a boo. She has a bestie, best friend. First U.S. Open title or the $3.7 million. Which- I definitely don't care about her boo. <laughs> I didn't care about that kind of stuff when I was 17. Wait a minute, man. I don't care about that. (laughs) Her bestie, that's cool. That's cool. But I definitely think it's cool she got that million so she could drive. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't have to always buy dinner. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's you gave the order of importance. What's the most? What's the most important part of this? Because now she's at another level. She went from a level where she bounced from literally not being ranked 934 right to into 80 something and now we're going to be 17 now we're going to be 17 so is she a different woman at 980 different woman at 83 or a different woman at 17 and you got to give me your no. honest opinion no of, she's okay. not a different woman this is the goal thing this has always been one of my pet peeves even when it relates to us I say, am I different on the day before they sign me to <laughs> right. the 15 million contract right I, am I really different right. on that day? And to some people, you are different. Right. And that's the point. And to a bunch of people who really know you, you're not. Right. So there you go. We anticipated you being the success, and you outdid that with even bigger success. And so there it is. Okay. Now to the other influencers, to the men out there who are looking at the possible knockoff of her current book. <laughs> So, you know this is going to happen. First thing I want to do is preempt this with a couple of things. It's, it's kind of two people we don't want to hear from. We don't want to hear any companions, probably right now, from Elite and Nastasi. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> we, hell no. We want to hear you nothing. We want to stick something in your mouth. Right, right, right. And 
Okay, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything about this guy because he broadcasts. You know, I always say the mad one who was on court. He tends to have his own opinions. He gave a reason. I'm not gonna even say his name. I'll let you guys just pull back on the information. I'm not gonna say his name. He recently gave what he called a reference to Serena Williams that if she played in the men's, she would probably be ranked somewhere around 700 and something, something, something. And that touched off a response from Serena Williams. That's his opinion. So it's just two people we would, don't want no commentary from right they now. They're trying to build it to the match. Like they they saw Conor, they saw McGregor, uh, you know, uh, uh, fight, and now they want to have their own version. Well, I'm just Billy's going to come out of retirement right. and play Sloan. I'm just going to say this. I give for those who don't know, just start off with Mac, and I'll let you put in the rest. All right. So here's here's my thing. I want to go through go through it. Best friends. This is the first time, man, as far as I'm concerned, that I've seen a competition where literally they are best friends. And probably the longest congratulatory hug at the end of a match I've ever seen. Literally, you could tell it was real. It was emotional. And what I like about it, it, it breaks the mold, and I'm going to say it this way, of the stuffy shirts, the elitists. Those who tend to sit back and say you should conduct yourself a certain way. There should be a war. They try to establish this competition between. But I found this more refreshing that they could sit up there. And then her quote was, I wish we both could have won. Now, somewhere along the way, I find that more to me being the thing that I like. Have you ever cheered? Yourself, Mari, for two people that you both like. It's like the, the teams in yeah, football oh, yeah. that you're cheering for both of them. Oh, yeah. So when this team gets the ball, you're cheering for them. Oh, and when yeah. they get the. And, and so I was doing the same. I totally. I've totally done that. You know, even in people that you're competing against. You right. know, so t- especially in football where it involves a, to a degree violence. Right. Some folks you don't feel violent towards. Right. You, you don't. And so. In this situation, I hope they've changed the game. Now, of course, the pressure is going to be on, dude, because Sloan made it up there. They're going to use the excuse Serena wasn't in the tournament for various reasons. But you still got to beat. Number two is just as hard to beat because when you're ranked number two, it's just like you can easily be number one. And these are rankings. They're not a scientific rating. It's a, it's a ranking. Totally. And, you know, think time changes anyway. The tide rises, the tide falls. And right. Athletes change with time. One day Tiger Woods, we talked about this. Right. He wasn't the same. Not the same. So one day Serena's not the same. Venus not the same. This is what happens with all athletes. True. So then that's part of why the tide rises and the tide falls. Okay. Well, I'm going to roll you up to the next picture of what you're going to see a lot more of Sloan Stevens. And this is going to be the thing that I say, look, back off. Y'all back up. Just back up. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Mar, you can she raise hurt it. Me. You got to pull, pull. Give, give me that picture. There you go. Now, this is what you're gonna see a lot of. My thing is here's here's what I'm gonna ask you. You're gonna see her first in Sports Illustrated or Time Magazine, and and which one is going to have her in the traditional cover of winning, or which one is going to say, you know. It's time to do the body issue. <laughs> Which one are you looking forward to, Rev? I'm looking to the body issue. <laughs> you just show me some skin. Wait a minute. I'll see, take a bathing well, suit, a bikini. Wait a minute. Thong. Shouldn't you be appreciating? I want to see her ass. You should be appreciating I do. her athleticism. I am a man, though. Her achievement. 
I do want to see and, your ass. And you would literally want to find <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. I've watched it, you Stop guys. It. I'm a man. Blame okay. Okay. Wait a I minute. can't help it. Well, wait a minute. Yes, you can. You just I'm did crazy a, about that stuff. You just did an, an, an allocation of information from your recent two I segments was here about it. with data. Rest she, two. What I data do those. you know about? I was imagining it while she's on which, the court. Which data or which data do you know more about Sloan beyond what I've told you? Watch this. You said she has a boot. <laughs> just, see, this I is, don't care. See, so in other I words, like the vibe. She seems to be an intelligent right. sweetheart of a woman. Right. Physical specimen. Uh, so I like her for all the right reasons, too. Right. But, you know, I'm also a man. I want to see the breasts and that. Well, wait a minute. Let me say this. I'm I help. don't have to have it new. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you out. Jeez, that's, See, that, that bad? What, what happens is, is this is the moment where Mario actually demonstrates that he doesn't know anything about parenting. <laughs> Hell, I don't need to. Well, I ain't parenting. Actually, <laughs> See, because if he thought like something. a parent. See, if, if Sloan's. Mom was if I in thought here like now. a parent, I wouldn't imagine Sloan as my daughter. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. See, my daughter would be like if this is Rex, a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. I mean, they would never be. They wouldn't be in here. But if so, if mom was in here, would you change your language about it? Of course. It? Okay, so you are a hypocrite. But that, of course, we are hypocrites. You know, you <laughs> talk we... different from your grandmother. All right. Congrats. Oh, Grandma, I love her hair. <laughs> We're doing... Grandma, look at those wonderful uh, bracelets she has. Okay, those are really striking. It's just wrong. I just want to let you guys know that I am focused on her achievement. Sure you especially are. coming from the, the, the foot surgery Breast. and be able to sit back and do the things she's doing. Ass. Now that I got that out of the way, congratulations. Can't wait to see more. Okay. Which which foot just which game, man, straight out hit you like, okay, surprise, expect it, disappointed. And I actually had to call this segment more so the kickoff. But then also, I wanted to remind people that uh, the game that kicked off was last Thursday, and this and it was I'm, Sunday night football on a Thursday. It was a it was Thursday night game, but it was Sunday night football. Yes, and I was because I hate I'm that confusing, shit. right? They have Sunday night football Thursday because they have a Thursday night football. Yes, they do. But that wasn't Thursday night football. That was a Thursday night edition <laughs> of, of Sunday, Sunday night, night football. football. Right. So, I'm tired of this shit. So if you get rid of the seven days a week, you'll figure it out. Anyway. All right. So Get here's my question. Did they let Tom Brady off easy on this one? Because I didn't see anybody saying what I saw. I saw two things happening here with two quarterbacks. I expected Alex Smith's re- uh, achievements in that game, yardage and touchdowns, to be what Tom Brady would do. And that the reverse of what Tom Brady would be what Alex Smith would produce. And it was complete reversal. And I didn't see anyone say that Tom was off his game. It was almost like, wait a minute. You give him all these achievements and awards and preparation. You get out there to the team. And they say they, he does more with less. So you can't go, oh, well, these are new players. One or two got injured. I said, he's, he's dealt with this before. One or two got injured. It's just the first game. If the first game doesn't matter, then make it a preseason game. They all matter. They all matter. So did you see what I saw, or did you just say, hey, look, Tom wasn't that bad. He was okay. <laughs> I was so bored <laughs> at oh, first. jacked up bored. Because, no. you know, I'm, I'm already going back and forth. 
I'm, we cut off the services. I'm halfway boycotting it, but I watch. So my boycott is to watch less or something. I don't know. Right. So I watched a little, and it started off with the Patriots looking like super, super run away with it. And that, and it says, "I hate the Patriots," <laughs> even though I love the women from New England. Right. I love the women because in New England they don't care if you cheat. Okay, I, I'm I'm not sure about the data on that. I'm gonna leave it alone, man. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm not, not even there with that. Women in New England, you gotta take. I always take a chance to insult in New England and New York. Okay, so yeah, I see what you're doing, bro. So I take the chance. Okay, but so I turned it off only to find out later on, and then I watched some of the highlights, right, uh, of what happened because at first it looked horrible. Yeah, and, and I love the root against the Patriots. Were the team I love most to root against over even the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. We used to be my team to root against the most. So, Vic, I don't know. For what I saw in the highlights, he looked rusty, but it wasn't just him. Right. Because you got to say something about the New England defense who allows 42 points. And 570-something-plus yeah, yards. I mean, I so what does you, that tell I'm you? I'm sure you could paint that on Brady. No, but they all, he admittedly said, all of us have to do a better job. I got it. 42 points. But, but, yeah, all of us do. Right. And it's just the first game. But I think. It, it, Which is worse, Vic? Fourth, loud your defense. Okay, your offense scored 27 points. Right. That's not bad. No, not bad. But your defense allowed 42 points. Okay. I mean, you got to kind of compare. Either Brady had an off day. Okay. Even if he had a bad day. Right. 27 points. Always good when a team scores over twenty twenty one, right? Right. I mean, so so already today, so the offense obviously scored enough, right? But forty two points, that's a defensive collapse. Okay. Which category you want to put this in? You can apply either. Great game. I want to put it well, in a category. Wait, wait, great game. Wonderful game. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I got another one. See, it's another one. It's be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy for which team? Be happy for uh, be happy because New England got trounced and <laughs> right. fell apart. Right. Just, that's just by itself enough to be happy about. Right. That, that the whole area has to suffer through that. Uh, it's just wonderful to know that. And they <laughs> and should. Then I could also be happy for Kansas City. So, would you say New England? Don't worry. No worry. Worry. Thank you. Well, yeah. Suffer. Yeah, they, they, yes, wrong. No sleep. All Stay right. up all night. Okay. Just pondering. Okay. Ponder on. All right. All right. What we're going to do is this, because I'm going to go down because I don't want to cover uh, as much as that, because that game was already Thursday. It's already, the story's already written. I'm saying right offhand, the teams, Kansas City, just straight up, I'm just saying this for right now. We don't relate Kansas City with scoring 40-something points and not in New England's backyard and outperforming everybody. And they have a defense. They got an offense now, man. And you can see it now. Everybody's going to wait till the end of the regular season and say deliver when it's time to deliver. So I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to go over a series of games real quick, man, because, you know, I got to have cities that's going to represent, be represented in this. And there's just going to be quick flashes that we can, can deal with because they're either don't worry, be happy, looking good, or looking bad. And it's all perspective. So I'm going to start off with the Dallas Cowboys. And we're just talking here. There's, there's, there's not much here because I want to let you guys know I have to represent the locale. So this particular shot, I'm going to get to. Oh, okay. You want me to go? No, no, okay. no. Just stay right there. I want stay to stay right there. there. See, look. 
we do have people who are going to be navigating through the website. I have to represent the local team. I have to say, this is LA Rams. I have to sit back and say, hey, look, how did your LA Rams do? And I'm going to come to that in a second because nobody really was chiming in as much to go watch that game because the Indianapolis Colts didn't have Andrew Luck. But what I'm going to do go over to is because the news has mostly been about Ezekiel Elliott and whether he's going to play, and he did. And so it's Dallas and the New York Giants. Did you watch the game at all? Yes. Okay. So, Again, as part of my it, boycott, it, it, well, I, I, I watched, you know, I was hired, I watched a few minutes. Okay, let me just say this. The game, I'm finding it easier to boycott than I thought because the games have been ho-hum to me. Okay. When you first turn them on. I'm well, sorry. Well, so, it all depends on your team. It's a different thing, even though I have to, like I said, for me it's a struggle because I usually watch, you know. Well, then I'll give you, what, I'll, I'll give you this one. Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants. Expected way more from New York Giants. Boring performance by the but, New York but, Giants. But, but then looking good because Dallas put the defense and clamped them down. Right. So which one is it? Bad performance, looking bad, or Dallas is looking better or looking good? I Both. <laughs> bad performance on the part of New Giants. They totally. The most striking thing was that the Giants underperformed. Right. Had they beat. Had they. <laughs> Come around and beat Dallas with just a, a score, thir- you know, scoring right. more points. Right. Everybody would have been talking about at least the Dallas streak. We expected Dallas right. to be able to do some things, but not as much as they did. Okay, but we totally didn't expect New New York to get not to points. score. With and look, look, they they weren't fully fully loaded because you know they, still three points. I don't care whatever. <laughs> three points. Three. You you playing with a bunch of. I don't know. I don't care. That's three points, okay? Right. Pitiful. Right. There's and, the, the and, adjectives are all bad. Right. And they and Horrible. they and they need they need a substantial running game, which I understand. I'm not going to put it on in players, and I'm not going to put on the injured wide receiver, you know, who who can open up the field and everything. I'm just going to say, Beckham yeah, well, was three see, points. So then it would have been. Well, he opens up the field. Seventeen points, but it doesn't make. I just don't think it makes the running game better. I'm going to say this. Dallas Cowboys, based on the New York Giants having their number most of the time, looked awfully better than expected. I'm going to go to the next one. Jackson Jaguars, or Jacksonville Jaguars, man, versus or defeats Houston, Texas. Texas, and I'm saying this is the part where you go, if Houston needed an uplifting moment, they didn't get it here. And if Jacksonville you look at, needs an uplifting uh, moment now that they're flooding, but... Yeah, man. Uh, man. What can you say, Houston? Dude. I'm sorry for Houston, and I love man. JJ Watt. And oh. what a you know. Ooh. Hey, Vic. Right. Doesn't a lot of this again bring up the issue of Colin Kaepernick? Yes, yes, it does. I know where you're going. Because of Colin Kaepernick, right? He could have been playing. He would have done a better job. I think the Baltimore would have looked better with him. There's a bunch of places we're looking at what the quarterback did, how the quarterback performed. Seems like Kaepernick would have been a better choice. Right. Well, let's just say this. Most people got what they wanted. They got the, you know, Mr. Savage was just tanking in the game, the quarterback for Houston Texans. And then, of course, they got Deshaun Watson. He came in and, and gave him a, you know, a little bit of a spike. But then, of course, caught himself in what they call pressure situations and didn't get as much out of it. In the end, dude, they lost badly. 
is this a is it Jacksonville Jaguars really coming around looking better or is it Houston no don't have to worry we all right perform that badly that speaks of you I don't care who should they work so Houston worries should be worried and again in the NFL today when you lose by over 20 points you need to really be questioning yourself, okay? There's got to be a bar. Every every loss. Right. One could argue, you want to say 14 points? No, right. I'll give you losing by 14. Right. But once you lose by 21 points and more, you need to have some really some introspection. To me, that says something about where you're lining up. That's getting spanked. Yeah. The Houston bar has kind of sunk. Yes, it does. And I, so I'm going to say... Yes, you need to be worried. Looking bad, looking bad. So I'm gonna say that now. Go Green Bay Packers. Man, this was a game. I didn't expect Green Bay's defense to do what they did with Seattle. They now not that Seattle has this potent offense because it got to do with the offensive line, but Green Bay having all their healthy players, their defense is tight. Now Mario, they going uh, Green Bay going to going to be in the NFC Championship or they just this is the one game. Don't worry, it's okay. Is it don't worry more about Seattle or don't worry more about Green Bay because this doesn't represent a significant game? I walked away with the distinct impression that both teams were even where, which I assume will probably make the playoffs, mm-hmm. that neither team was a contender for championship at all. Neither, you didn't like the you didn't like what you, you didn't okay. I can't wait I, to, I, I can't the flaws that I saw, first of all, I'm just at what point do you build an offensive line in Green Bay? I just don't get it. After a while I just consider you an idiot. So here's and I go I'll say the same thing for Seattle. Here you guys have two excellent quarterbacks and you're providing them with weak protection. And so, Offensive line issues. Which for they, both of them. And some I of them understand. have had it so long. Remember, I'm the, the view, when you have the same problems for three years in a row, right. that defines incompetence. You've had three years, and you can't fix a problem in three years. What should be acceptable response? We want to see a response the next year. Right. Two years, we're t- griping. You have three and four and five years of the same problem, you're an idiot. Right. Okay? You're just incompetent. And someone, someone needs to have to take responsibility. I walked away from that watching both, saying that both teams have quarterbacks who are going to get beat up through the year, and that in the playoffs, if they make it, their quarterbacks are going to get beat up again by whoever the continue, whether it be Dallas, mm-hmm. whatever, New York Giants, whoever else is coming is going to end up beating up these quarterbacks. Well, Aaron Rodgers is not going to make it. So are you saying both of them need to worry? Yeah, the quarterbacks only or the no, team? Both the teams. I know. No, I think they can make playoffs, but they're not contenders at all. all. Right. Okay, they all don't right. look like strong enough offensively. You can't make it to a championship, right? With that kind of a weak offensive line. Okay, and admittedly, right. sometimes they block better for run right. than pass because there was a difference at times to me. I noticed run versus pass. Right, but I know that's way too much contact. Right. Way too much harassment of both quarterbacks. Which, they're in which, their face all which, day long. Which it takes. Why people appreciate the Dallas Cowboys offensive line because they yes. invested in. Well, let me say it this way. Willing to spend the money. Yes. I was there. That's it. Aaron Rodgers, come on, give me a break. You can't build. You have every incentive. 
Right. And that's the best job you can do. Well, let's go to an example of a great job of turning a team around. And let me just congratulate the team that scored the most points. L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams, where they couldn't score if you (laughs) told the teams not to come to play last year on the field. 46 to 9. Now, now, wait a minute. Let me stop because I know what everybody's going to say. Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck. What did you expect? They, it, I you didn't expect? expect nine. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Here we go again. What do you expect? That doesn't explain your defense allowing 46. I agree. It should have been 10 to nine. Right. If anything. So, once again, it shows you the incompetence mm-hmm. of the management of the Baltimore. No, Indianapolis. Like, no, Indianapolis Colts. I know I had a flashback. Right. Indianapolis. We've, we've talked about their owner, right? Yes, we have. Ingrained incompetence and underperformance. <laughs> Wait. Andrew Luck, you have yet to build a team of any consequence. Right. You know, you're so glad Peyton Manning got out what he did. Right. And ended up looking better and smarter all along. So, no, terrible. Parable for the Colts. Bravo for the Rams. They look like a different team. Yes, they did. And that's Defense. the most important thing to us. So, let me just try to get to the part that a lot of people were probably just going out of this particular score. And it's real quick, because we're going to go through the other ones real quickly here. Just a few. Difference between the young, youngest coach in the league, who's on the Rams now, who is 31, 33 years old, somewhere in there, and the previous coach named Jeff Fisher. 46 points a game all of a sudden. There's an offensive philosophy. I think Jeff Fisher scored 46 <laughs> points. <laughs> all right, just, I'm just saying. It's been I, a while. I'm just saying, if you it's turn around, I'm going to wait to the next two or three games for the L.A. Rams before I say, hey, look, you got it. Let them get her some stiffer competition and let them go away from home, and then we can judge them accordingly. All right. The team that I think is, I don't know, Pittsburgh Steelers defeat Cleveland Browns. Is it a big deal that they beat them by three points? <laughs> it's Cleveland Browns now. <laughs> They've had 20 court quarterback. Kaepernick. <laughs> it's, it's, Kaepernick. See? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Cap, right? so, the Cleveland so coach the, was mad that they traded his, they let his quarterback go. Ahead, go. They, they, they're in. He's mad at the front office that, himself. Dude, so, but now let me say this. While you're pointing in a way and referencing Cleveland, I'm referencing Pittsburgh. And I'm going, whoa, only 21 points? Only well, win by supposed three? supposed to be a contender. 21, I go for the first game I'll they, take it. They were, they, Pittsburgh was in the uh, AFC championship game last year. Yeah, but, but they might cut off, if you, if you, 21's a reasonable performance for your offense. If they do badly, you know, we can talk about that, but I'm just saying in terms of points scored. Yeah. Your goal to me is you want to if you're hitting twenty one points, you to me at least hit your scoring goal. Either one of these you teams want to be better than that, but I you know, because I want to do more than fourteen points a game. Either one of these teams need, are are happy with what they did? No, they should that shouldn't either. be. Right. Yeah, a win is a win, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I used to say none of this look, looks like they can beat the Patriots. All right. Maybe they can. All right. Beast mode. Raiders, away game. Tennessee Titans, up and coming. Good team. You could see them. They're not that bottom dweller like they used to be. Beast mode. I watched. If he doesn't get injured, if time doesn't catch up with him, he's running. You see the the same. I saw the clips. He was looking fantastic. Yes. Looking fantastic. Should they be happy? Yes. Tennessee should be happy. Car looked good too. And, I, and I'm gonna say this: Tennessee should be happy. That team is just not a walkthrough team. 
No, Tennessee is building. Yeah, I'm so thumbs up on them. All right, and so I, I like Mar- Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I, they're literally saying Marcus is. I forgot what they're comparing him to. They're saying he has these elements of a young Aaron Rodgers. Now that's a that's I, a I like, I just, that's I, I a like great good person. Great great compliment. All right, let me go over to this one. Detroit Lions defeat Arizona Cardinals. Unbelievable because I thought the Cardinals because they say all Detroit has is the quarterback. <laughs> Arizona long in the tooth, dude. Oh my God, they they're right. They're saying how did they get there? What do you mean? Remember, here's a team that was previously considered a powerhouse. Yeah, but all of a sudden well, they've had a two-year slide. They've, they're holding on to those players. Carson Palmer, quarterback. Two-year slide, Vic. Fitzgerald is still good, but the problem is, is there's just they are. All, everybody says it. They're the same players that's been building up for the last five, six years are the same players you're relying on now, and if they haven't kind of developed. It may be catching up with. Well, as I said, it looks to me like a two-year slide yeah. personnel-wise. You know, should they be worried? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I but think they're they not be aware. contenders. Yeah. All right. Last one. Philadelphia goes in and says, "Dallas, we're going to be the ones that's going to be your nemesis and go out and defeat Washington Redskins by 13." Anything in this to say, "Hey, be happy," because we saw this story with Philadelphia last year with Wentz, the quarterback. They started off, and then when the league got familiar with them. They they push back and say, okay, we know we know your mo, we got this. Anything different what you saw if you saw this game? Philly's a team to watch, right? Good things for Philly, right? Washington seems to have slipped, yeah, a little. So it's not as good as they were before, right? And so therefore now Philly has a role to me, where especially when they're looking at them against Arizona. Dallas. Right. Yeah. Only Dallas. In other words, they can beat a bunch of the other contenders. Right. Green Bay. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, Seattle. Yeah. I think Philly can beat those teams. So let's see what happens. If they if they keep building, right. they may be the, the kind of wild horse, you know, yeah. outside person. But there's still something to watch, Philly. All right. But uh, definitely uh, some of the other people have underperformed. True that. And and I guess the the other part is that I'm I'm not sure about this game. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold it for. I'm not gonna say wor- be wor- worried, but I'm not gonna say be happy. I'm, I'm not gonna say be happy unless I put an asterisk next to it. I say be happy for the first eight games for Philadelphia. Then give me the next eight, and then I'll talk to you later. That's all I'm covering on sports, you guys. That was it. Double banger Monday night football. Go check your local listings. I ain't got to tell you who the teams are. You know who they are because the one I'm gonna watch is. AP, New Orleans, want to see if he still got it. And it's going to be hard because New Orleans need a little bit more. And I just hope, I hope they just don't put him through pain and punishment. All right, I'm out, man. New New Sports. Done. Done deal. That's Victor Adler's New New Sports. His unique fan-based view of sports. A recurring segment of the Morning Club with Mario Show. Be here every week and enjoy it. Every week, rub his head and make a wish. Dress appropriately, damn it. Sports bras and jock straps. That's for everyone. We want you to be confused. <laughs> Join us. Peace.
That's segment three, everybody. Segment three. Get ready to come back for the hot takes. For those of you again at Facebook, you will need to refresh your page as we reset our broadcast. Give myself 60 seconds. Everybody, heat resetting that broadcast. I think we got it ready for y'all. All the face people there verifying that stream thing. Got it, man. Welcome back. Coming up, hot picks. Are you ready for this, you guys? This is the last um, segment of the day. 
want to sit back and still say, remember those lives lost on 9-11. Take those few seconds and appreciate the life that you have and every breath you take. This is a, uh, a rollover from last week. Last week, I get, got you into the franchise films, movies all the time. The reason why I had to hit to this sub- subject, because when we're not doing shows, the, one of the top subjects I know around Pack Serial is what movies are out, which ones did you, did you see, and we're constantly talking about them, always. And I said, well, you know what? There's, it seems to be this group of films that keep giving you. So I decided to do last week with the first incarnation of the franchise, your franchise, all-time movie films. Now, I'm gonna give you, I give you data, but today, this is the second group. This is the group that not necessarily performs as good as last week's, and if you want to go check that out, you can. This is going to have a twist, just a little bit. Which one do you think will be moving forward as a success more so and be even considered one of the all-time top one or two franchise movie film uh, sagas and there's a surprise and at the end we're going to find out what the surprise is all right mario this is not a, we don't rate 10 we don't rate nothing but if you want to drop your 10s and 9s you can just trying to find out how you feel about what you've seen and the first first one up spider-man simple Five movie films under this group. The most successful is Spider-Man 2002. I was kind of shocked. With the, I thought they had more recent. With domestic earnings at $403.7 million just for this particular film. So nothing recently has performed as well. Although you get the, you get the idea that the way the marketing and the promotion go and how they make it like it's the thing that... 15 years is a long time. So, is this a sign of, well, they got to come with something different? Because what I kept saying, they kept making the Spider-Man younger, 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 and younger. I said, I don't know if that's working. So, I don't know what it is that's not made it more successful than 2002. Is Is it an ongoing franchise that's going to rebound and have greater success? Or is it just right now at where it's going to be nothing new nothing extra i know you watch it it's i think it's a a franchise that's going to grow it's going to rebound i just think they're the victim of bad writing (laughs) they didn't write the best movies and so therefore their scripts weren't good enough and so they made movies that were average they have enough to work with in the spider-man franchise that they can stick more with content that's already existed at least to some degrees. Right. And because it does appeal to a younger group, theoretically. Yes, it does. Uh, it should. I expect a lot from them traditionally. I would just say because the proof is in the pudding. When you, when I think back to Spider-Man, I go back again to the 2002 film. Yeah. I go back to the early, because they were better they had, films. They, 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 had, they just... Yes. I think the hard part about it is... is it's like with Superman, what they did in reverse. You know, the, you go back to Superman, he was a grown, grown man way back in the day. <laughs> they made him younger. But they didn't get him to go down to young, 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 young. They stopped him at a certain time and said, we don't want you being Superman at 14 or 15. I'm not sure if that's it or I agree with you. I think the writing hit. That's how they tell the story. It it's, is. It's, it's Spider-Man starts of a high school student. 
That's yeah. actually what the story That's where it's started. Right. So uh, that's part of it, even though it's, again, how you write it. And then he, the part of his whole mystique was that he was the youngest of the superheroes and a young adult. Yes. So, again, the writing, right? Right. And also with him, the issues of love and romance were always there, which yes. to me makes it a easy crossover for the females yes they managed to do it again with better writing so they could still stick with some of those themes his love life always was an important part of the comic book yep it could be now and they not there's not as much again the the, the more recent ones I didn't really enjoy or watch I mean there's a couple of them I barely even watched right so yeah, yeah, they lost okay. me so early on I couldn't even critique it. Right. Just bad writing. The total franchise and domestic gross. This is another number. This is the total franchise has exceeded $1.579 billion. So it's a successful franchise, but we're talking about moving forward. Let's go to the next one. This one is uh, very simple. We call it The Saga, Twilight Saga. Five movie films underneath it. The most successful ones, The Twilight Saga, Eclipse 2010. It earned domestically $300 million. 2010. Is this franchise come with a new group? They did spin this off. I guess they did go to TV and the whole thing. Have we seen the end of this? Or are they going to bounce back and evolve it? Because right now... You don't know. It almost seems like, depending on who the the main actor and actress, it's almost like it stopped. Is it because it may be suffering from so many other incarnations of movies with the same theme, you know, underworld, the whole thing? Or they're just sitting and waiting their time. Where do you think this franchise saga is going, man? Wow, Vic, this is one of the ones I think is a question mark. It could keep growing and moving. It depends what kind of leadership. Right. Again, because they have the, such a strong foundation. All they have to really do right. is do some good writing. Get some good writing. Put some good name. I mean, the formula is there. Right. And you have the foundation. There's no reason why it should not continue right. and thrive. But yet to be seen. Yeah, it's, it's hard to determine. Yet to be seen. It's hard. I can tell you this much. Uh, it earned one point three six billion dollars so these are successful models so when you make that much money divided by five or four or six films i just always believe they're going to come back in some kind of way all right going to the next this one is one of the ones i really said uh man where do they take this next group fast and the furious in a short amount of time they have seven movie film projects the most successful, of course, the one that is the most recent, Fast and Furious 7, 2015, exceeded domestically $353 million. It has to go somewhere else. It was, uh, it, it had all the elements of bringing everybody together, and then they add The Rock. So you got Vin Diesel and The Rock, who's basically going like, you know, it's Vin's, it's Vin's kind of... He owns it. He, right, that's what I'm saying. It's he Vin's, owns the franchise. Right, that's why I said it's his baby. Rock gets pulled in, smart. Now, I have to admit, the last one, they did everything but shoot the aliens down. So, I'm just saying, where do you go from here? I think it still could go. I want to commend Vin Diesel on this. Yeah. I want to especially commend him on the work of keeping it going and the amount of money he's amassed. And I got to actually commend him even more because I haven't liked one of them. <laughs> Which 
So it goes to show you, I hate this series. Why I you can't stand it. What, what, what's I, up? To me, it's for people who like fast cars and what, blowing. What kind of cars do you like? It's kind of light intellectually to me. What kind of cars do you like? I don't care about cars. <laughs> I know. It's like I said, if you don't care about cars, like, I don't care about cars. <laughs> going fast. Or <laughs> shooting them up. Blow. Would you go so s- I don't like any of these. I haven't managed to watch even one all the way through. Oh, wow. So, I, but I want to commend him for what he's done. I don't have to like it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm not big on Harry Potter. And yeah, I, you know what? Yeah. And a lot of people love. Her. I said, no, no, I'm not saying it. It's just some genres are not as attractive. Yeah, so, I understand. For all of us, so no, I. So I think it could go more. I, let's put it like this: Vin Diesel has already outperformed. Yes, he has. Already, that's why already. I'm giving it up to the brother. I'm Absolutely, because I don't like none of them. I told you, but I'm giving it up just professionalism. You know, as a producer, all of that, right. because, you know, there are other producers who do things like, you know, the, the apocalypse. And right, right. That are just, you know, so right. whatever, we can talk about that, too. So I just want to say, it still is the future. Fast cars, hot women, and for, for the ladies, wow. hot men. You put that in cars, it really never goes away. Kind of surprising, Mario, that they haven't had more movies surrounded around that element until this franchise came out that that would be the focus and it's done so well with the short period of time and how many movies they're coming out with over the short period of time what i'm already interested in where is it going from here and will it continue because there's seven and i'm literally going so you just keep counting the numbers and who do you add and they can always bring in a twist because the smart the smart move is throwing somebody in the franchise who's up and coming that a lot of people like to see well yeah it's a well the same reasons that make it successful are the same reasons that people criticize it. Right. It's extremely formulaic. Right. And predictable. Yes, it is. So and, and that again. So yeah, you can do that. Put the put Rihanna in it, or you know, I'm just saying. Okay. But then, it's cool. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna be watching. It. Okay, like you Battleship. I didn't watch that. I know some of y'all loved it. Battleship. Same kind of thing. I go like. Mindless entertainment that you have to be willing intellectually let lot go. Well, the people, who, the cast that's watching this show, if they are, just say, "Well, we know we're same go, thing. We're not going on that in that studio." Same right? thing. <laughs> okay, so here they can say that about <laughs> us. I, 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 well, I, I know. Agree. You know, hey, the total franchise domestic gross one point two nine. Oh my God, billion dollars. All right, going to the next, which I really thought was going to continue. On and on, Lord of the Rings, three franchise films. Uh, the most popular, of course, The Return of the King was the last one. Domestic earnings at the time for that movie, $377 million. And the total franchise gross, I'm going to just get you and get that in there now, $1.06 million, which is really a, you know, a billion, of course. So here's a question. Well, we ain't going to see this no more. Done. Because it's 2003, is it, man? That's 14 years ago. Uh, Done. because the, the the main thing about Lord of the Rings was the filmmaker yes. charted new territories, broke new ground, right. and did a wonderful job. As far as I know, in the J.R. Tolkien group of you know of, of 
books. Right. There's a lot more literature. He had a bunch Man. of books. I know. And there were some big, long, long books. books. I didn't read all the books. I, I, I couldn't even get it. I, man, so I, there's more stuff to be done. Who wants to tackle that? That's what that's I was saying. Who wants, first of all, huge budget film. Yes, it is. So the stu- it really has to do with the studios being willing to make that kind of investment in these kind of huge budget films. With, and they were only going to do it with a certain director. But I'm not sure. I'm sure. I'm, I wonder why J.J. Abrams doesn't, you know. <laughs> so nobody wants. So the, the question yeah, no. becomes, Is have we seen the last? Because, no. No. Okay. That's what I figured. There's too many more. There's too much more literature. And this is really, a, this really has to do with a financial investment in a product like all of them. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Let's go. I'm going to go to the next one. Uh, this one, of course, uh very, very obviously a huge, fantastic, so many characters in this one. It's called X-Men. Nine films and movies under this one. The most recent, the most popular, Deadpool, that released 2016, of course. Domestic earnings, $363 million. And, of course, their uh, franchise total, which includes worldwide or domestic franchise, domestic gross, is $1.8 billion. X-Men seems like it's on its mission that they have so many players in this. It's it's one of those movies that I, di- I didn't realize how many powers each individual can have. <laughs> the, the power to wear a suit loose and fly. Everything, they separated everybody's niche and it... T- to me, it has all the elements that it can keep going a long it time. Well, they had to rewrite it because some things don't transfer into our future. In other words... When the X-Men came out, our whole concept of science right. was different. Right. So a lot of the characters don't make scientific sense. In today's world, in today's world, they design your heroes differently. They look at Star Wars, look at Star Trek. There's a lot of real science yes, in I'm today's scared. heroes. Back in them days, right. a mutant made you control weather. Right. What about Superman now? Can a cape make you fly? No, well, the cape didn't make you fly, but the same thing applies to... The same thing specifically applies to Superman. Right. That he comes from... Or the fact that he can just put on glasses and no one recognizes him. Wait, 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 wait. So I'm saying, a bunch of those don't translate into today's world. They've done a great job of trying to make the X-Men right. transfer into the, today's world. Right. And so, because of the way they've written it, right. you, have, you count the spinoff characters... Well, who knows? Right. Because they have every kind of spinoff characters. They have like three generations worth of spinoff characters. This will be... I'm going I'm to use this next week. You, you you brought up a great idea. Which one of these wonderful adventures <laughs> for the superheroes are more realistic in the future that can be accomplished? Yeah, because they wouldn't create these today. In other words, if you were right. making up a superhero today, right, he wouldn't have... Wings, probably, right. or maybe he might have wings, but he definitely wouldn't have a telekinetic right. with the weather thing and right. all that other stuff because you wouldn't think that's scientifically possible. I understand. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Not bad. I mean, hey, look. So the question is shifting and all that stuff. So the question is oncoming onslaught of, of X Men films because it just has. It has the elements that it can keep going and live off of different because ones. because of this the spinoff characters yes because the X Men started when I was a teenager that and went 
with like three to four generations. So they have right. a bunch of X Men. Yes, they do. That they can tell each, that they can develop each one into a character. Absolutely. Okay. And yep. I mean, excuse me, into a whole so, show. Show. All right. Next one coming up. Here's the next one. Uh, simple. Because you're so spoiled by seeing this, you think it's more. Superman only has seven movie films. But because they did so much in TV, it makes you think they've done a lot more in films. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, of course, the most popular. Most popular. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> 300, I own it. Wait, $330 million? You told me you tried to watch <laughs> I it. I couldn't get away with that, dude. I couldn't get through it, but wait a minute. It's, it's, it has $1.139 billion dollars earned total franchise. I... This is the I only like one. The I like the cinematography. I couldn't get to the. I tried, dude. I tried to go. I'm not hating on it. I could not finish it. Until this day, I haven't. Every time I get there, it's long, right? I haven't finished it. It's pretty long. I haven't it? finished. It's it. pretty long. It's long. I didn't. I don't know because I didn't get that <laughs> far in it. Right. So here's the question. We don't even have to question that Superman is going to always be here, right? He's going to always. Yeah. A new film, Superman. Because they have what? the franchise developed, he's another example of a superhero that doesn't translate as well into the into today's time because right. of the total absence of logical science, right? Like the ability to fly, for example. Right. But let's take that. Let's leave that alone for a second. Especially to be able to fly, but have mass, right? Where nothing can penetrate you. That would tend to make you heavier, right? Let's. A bunch of stuff don't make sense. Right. But the franchise is there. Right. They have a, a whole slew of written material that can be developed as movies. Right. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just stick with the franchise. Right. Keep it where it is, you know. Okay. Like Charlie Brown. Don't right. reinvent it. Just oh. do it. All right. Good. See, so, and we're about to on this last one. Here's the one I say is going to be a surprise player. This is the one, and then we're going to find out who we think is going to be the number one all time. Wonder Woman, which I watched, I, I have to admit, already accumulated $410 million earning domestically, $750 million so far worldwide. Watching the movie, I said, this is the start of a saga franchise. And let me say this. Because it's a female hero. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. Focus. Uh, and, and unlike many female heroes where they give them these powers that deal with not having muscular strength and everything, they tend to give them, oh, uh, she, you know, she could be this or be that. It's almost like they transferred the whole gender thing. They just reversed it, which I said, go on with your badass. I like that. Go ahead. Put it down. You know, and, instead of the woman in the boat in the ocean, I'm only going to say this part, <laughs> she comes up. And she's laying out on the beach, and the guy comes by on a horse and says, I rescued you. They just reversed it. <laughs> Had the guy laying out on the beach, and she comes and rescues him. Everything was like gender role reverse. It's a good, very well-made film. Will they be a franchise force, period? Oh, yeah. A lot of writing available in her. She had a slew of stuff as a comic book character. Yeah. So they have stuff to build on. Yes, they do. And you know they're doing the same thing as Marvel with the whole Justice League coming out next, which right. is like their Avengers. Yes. I, this this is the this is to me the the new kid on the block. Now just just hope the writing stays with it and the group stays with it because you know some do fall off. Real simple, Mario. We're gonna go through this group 
real quick, and you pick your number one that's going to be the number one out of this group franchise living on in your best guess and estimate. All right, we go up to the top. Spider-Man. Twilight Saga. Fast and the Furious. Lord of the Rings. The X-Men. And Superman. There you go. Finally, Wonder Woman. New kid on the block, far as I'm concerned, far as the franchises. Who do you think is going to be the one that's just going to like, hey, this is the player player. The standard of the watch this group is going to get better. I think you have to watch Wonder Woman. Because of what it's already done. Yes. It may be a crossover with more females, too. Yeah. We have to see. She certainly appeals to the men. Yeah. But I think that's one of the ones to watch because it's new territory. I absolutely agree. I, I, I'm totally in agreement that the energy and the buzz on this one, they got out of the gate well. Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes it can fall on like certain franchises like Alien. Everybody said it was after they got to the second film it hasn't been the same and they had to reinvent a different theme and I don't know if it's ever out and funny how they're still making money off of that yes it is and, it, and, and, and it's not in the in the money earnings group I have to do a third and fourth tier for them to be the player outperforming these groups well, that's still they're still compared to the masses you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah that's well, it it's okay to be number 10 I'm done you guys I picked franchise players All done right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Special love to all the Facebook friends. See you out there. Eric Griffin, Celeste, all y'all. It's good to see you. Remember, we're going to be here tomorrow night for the quiet storm. And on our way out, you know what we like to say? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got our DNA. So, what can I say? And I work, we don't even have that. Yeah, I'm a, hey, you guys. Mario really, he, he really likes the Fast and the Furious. He just wanted to create some controversy, but he really likes it. He likes fast cars if women are driving. I got friends who love it. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I think it's, I, you know. But then again, I know people, it's like other movies. Oh, there's too much talking. I said, oh, yeah, you need like big car pictures and cartoons. No little text for you. Can't be a movie without explosion. It's too much talking. I was bored. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Hey, just read. I said, I hear that from, I've been around some girlfriends. It's too much talking. I said, I know you need like monsters. Shoot, or if it's anything like political, some thinking, you're just out of your zone, right? Right. I said, okay, so Mario, when you when you were at Pornhub, you want more talking or more action? I don't go to Pornhub. I don't go for Pornhub for uh, those things. Hey, maybe that's hey, maybe that's the key. They're looking for Pornhub or they watch movies. Like I said, right. It's obviously a question of what you find, what you find intellectually. It's so funny, like you said. You're talking in reference to Playboy magazine where they said, what, did men go there to read all the wonderful articles? They, no, they did Right, I mean, if you're a kid, if that's what you're going for, that's why it works. 
Like I said, there's always something for somebody. I mean, okay, like remember, 30% of the public likes Donald Trump. So what do they think? What do you think they're watching on TV? I'm sure it's not the same shit I'm watching. How's that? They're still stuck on old episodes of the Flintstones. You like my raps, but really, I write songs. I do it like this once in a while. Hey, you guys, the message is some of the women that date Mario, please make choices. Some of y'all love Hee Haw. You remember that? Some people love Hee Haw every night. Hee Haw. I'm sorry. I was a Benny Hill fan, you know. I got a Nobody's got my DNA. 